What's good, y'all? My name is Dylan Green, and this is Real Notes, a space dedicated to blurring the cultural and artistic lines between rap and film. I'm here to chop it up with everyone from rappers and producers to journalists and video directors about their relationship to movies and how, if at all, film inspires their craft. My guest this week is producer, rapper, musician, writer, director, and brain feeder label head Flying Lotus. We talked about the importance of Jurassic Park and Fist of the North Star, working with Cowboy Bebop and Samurai Champloo creator Shinichiro Watanabe, the creative process behind the Netflix anime series Yasuke, and the feeling of creating an anime theme song for the first time ever. Come fuck with us. Wow, this is this is this is already a wild intro. Let's crack in, everybody. Um, welcome back to whatever number episode of Real Notes this is. I can't keep track anymore. Uh, this is Dylan Green, Cinema Sci. I got names. There's a bunch. That's two of them. Um, I can't believe I'm about to say this, but I have an incredibly special guest on my show this week. Um, this man is a producer, a beat maker, a director, a writer, anime fan cat fan um brain feeder label head like he's i could list titles all day but we got fucking flying lotus steve ellison in the building like lotus <laughs> wow hey. welcome like thank you for coming on my shit man i really hey. appreciate it of course hey wow um so I'm going to start this off by asking you the first question that I ask everybody, which was, when was the first time you saw a movie? Ooh, uh, ooh. The first movie I can remember enjoying and stuff was like Labyrinth, Ghostbusters, that kind of stuff. Um, going to the movies, probably like the same stuff i don't know it was a weird it's getting foggy <laughs> it's getting foggy <laughs> but um i do remember that was my movie ghostbusters was the one where i like knew all the words when i was a kid and would say all the all the all the parts from it i do not remember it though now i watched it the <laughs> other day and i was like this is actually a really bad movie <laughs> it's, actually, it's really bad like the whole structure of that movie and like the way it flows it's really really bad what's what's your what's your least favorite part about ghostbusters that's interesting um just but the the way they set up all the characters um was just like trash there's just like and somehow they got a firehouse and then somehow you know they got a hearse and all this stuff and somehow they're broke and they're like how are they, these people friends like it was it was just it's super awkward super awkward movie if you look at it now and just look at how people tell stories it's just like oh no, who paid for this one? But uh, thank you. I still, it's still dope. Don't get me wrong, but just like in terms of like, you know, it missed a few steps with that. Also, Caddyshack. Have you ever watched that movie? I've seen Caddyshack. Yeah, I actually never watched it until like last year. That movie is really bad too. <laughs> it's really bad. It's I don't know great. who is who are we following in that movie. I don't know. I, I don't like it. <laughs> I, I just I I, I you're gonna hate me out the movies. gate on this podcast. I'm just talking like I just like not making friends right now. 
Let's talk about the good stuff. <laughs> I was always following the gopher, but that's just me. All <laughs> um, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so 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 let's so so let's get even more specific. When was um when was the what was your first experience with anime? Like what was the first anime you remember watching and falling in love with? Um, my first experience with anime was was kind of like an impassing kind of thing where you know you'd flick to a station and you'd see Dragon Ball or something in Japanese or like Doraemon. And you're like, what was that? What why did it look like that? Why is it so much better than all the other cartoons? Why does this look like it's for adults? Why does this look serious? Why does it look like they care? And then, you know, like even seeing um, they had a Sonic the Hedgehog one that was Japanese versus the American show that played out. And you'd see I saw like early, like you got to be up early in the morning to see that joint. Or I don't even know, know what channel it was on, but it was like you caught it and it was like, whoa, this is a serious Sonic. This ain't that kitty stuff, you know. And then eventually, you know, I had a cousin who showed me uh, Fist of the North Star and akira and all that stuff and all the manga back in the manga era of things and like that really was the one that that set me off i think it was like fist of the north star uh mm-hmm. just because it was just so over the top and violent and stuff you know the guy was just like you know poke you your head would explode and all that stuff like dude what is this it's amazing and akira was dope too and i think but just like as a kid i think Seeing Fist of the North Star, it was just like, it just felt wrong. So you had to watch it. <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. Cause I was, um, I've been rewatching JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recently. And I like, I forgot just how much Fist of the North Star inspired JoJo's Bizarre Adventure and like how much it's inspired. Like, like Fist of the North Star is like really one of, like people know about it and appreciate it, but like not, as much as you would expect considering how influential it turned out to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, well, you know, there's some things, there's some problems with that too, but I think that, uh, but you know, have you ever seen, um, Ricky O you ever see Ricky O I've never seen Ricky O. Ricky O is crazy. You should actually check that out because there's like some fist and North starry stuff with that too. And it's like, ah, man, Ricky O is, is sick actually that felt like what the fist of the north star movie should have been the but the live action joint was oof, that was that was rugged bro oof <laughs> that's rough i've also never seen the live action joint so i guess i gotta throw that on my i guess i gotta throw that on my list too you should um, actually it's, it's worth looking at it is worth looking at <laughs> there's this they like, tried for some reason- they did try they tried harder with with that than they did dragon ball or whatever so Right. for that yeah 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 dragon ball is in its own is is in its own little no i guess we, we're not allowed to talk about it or something like <laughs> yeah yeah never mind i don't i don't, I don't know what you mean what are we talking about um so like well so like while you were growing up and you were kind of like taking in film and taking in anime and all this stuff and of course like getting into music with like your family history and everything like was there ever a period of time when you were growing up when you consciously linked film and music together in your head because i know that when you got a little older you went to film school that's where um that's where you went to college so like when was the first time those two things kind of overlapped for you that's interesting um, I think for me, it's hard to put 
pull out moments where music really did the thing because I was I was a kid who was always into music, whether I wanted to make it or not. I was always like very conscious of melodies and very conscious of music, uh, whether it be background or in a in a movie. You know, like even when it, we're talking about Ghostbusters, it was like I would sing the songs and stuff. I would know all the the songs from you know anything on the radio. I would just like try to pick it up. Um, but I do remember um, specifically falling in love with the Jurassic Park soundtrack when I was a kid, like the theme. That thing blew my mind. That theme right there was crazy. And I mean, Star Wars was great and all, but when I heard that, it was just like, and also the movie, also the movie, the effect that movie had on a 10 year old, come on, man. And that music, I was just like, oh, oh dinosaurs. I want to be a paleontologist. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, but yeah, that was that was the one, I think. Yeah, that's like that movie has such cross-generational appeal. Like, I don't think I've ever met a person, regardless of age, who doesn't like at least the first Jurassic Park. Like, you can think whatever you want about the rest of them. But like, that's just classic. like it's a classic. Yeah. It's just so well made and. You know, you can watch it today and it still has that that wonderment, you know, just has that that sense of awe, you know, when when you see the dinosaurs that I don't think you get in any of the other ones. There's just something about it where it's just like they just seem so it seems real, even though the, the technology is a bit dated now. It's, it just feels a bit more realer. Yeah, like the definitely. stakes are higher. The danger is realer in those than that one. Nah, for sure. And like and like every time i see that la um one of those last shots of like the t-rex with the uh with the like when dinosaurs come to oh, like oh come like, on this is like chill, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. every time like it's, it's always so like the first good. time so good yeah like like whoever like Epic. like whoever like whoever thought of that idea i don't know right, what right. one person like you know they, yeah some storyboard artists had that joint man it was like <laughs> storyboard artists Spielberg gets the credit for yeah. it. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I, man. I hope that <laughs> man Spielberg though back in that time though right like he had such a great streak. Jeez, yeah. Oof, yeah. I don't know if anyone could top that. I, honestly, I don't know. I I don't think anybody really can either. Like he yeah, was that's, that's like thing. at that time he was untouchable. Yeah. Um. So before we get a little further into Yasuke, I'm um. I actually wanted to ask you about um the process behind some of a f um, um a few of your music videos because like your videos like 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 on top of on top of how immersive they are like I know that you're very hands on when it comes to pretty much every aspect of your creative process. So the first thing that comes to mind for me is the video for Never Catch Me, which is like. Uh, like I like 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 if we're talking about chills, like that's a video that gives me chills every time I watch it. Like mm. just 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 with the kids and like the entire concept of the video and the way the song flows so well into it. Like it's just it's really something. So like what so like what inspired you and the team to go with the theme of having the two kids on um, the two kids ghosts dancing at the funeral and like where did that whole idea come from? Uh, that idea was a collaboration between myself and the director Hiro Mirai. I think um, I think it just kind of came down to me kind of describing like the quick vision that I had of the song and then he came back with a treatment that embellished on those ideas and brought so much more to them. 
and uh and it became what it was uh i it, to be honest it's so long ago that i don't remember exactly what the spark was uh, but i do remember that there was this kind of like running from death this this chasing this this thing that was happening but yeah it was it was so long ago that was that was like almost for me it feels like a lifetime ago when i did that but um but yeah that was that was a beautiful beautiful moment hero was is such an amazing director and, and it's so crazy to see all the stuff that he's doing now as well like and i think they're about to start atlanta or atlanta three season three. yeah yeah yeah, right. I'm pretty sure they started shooting it already. And just like he's just done everything like Hero Mirai's like between like Atlanta and like all the videos he's done for for you and for just like we could list names all day. But like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he really he really brought a crazy vision to it. And um, also uh, talk to me about the more video, because like that was when you and Shinichiro Watanabe. Yeah. First connected. That, so like, how, how did yeah, that I happen? I can tell you about that. Um, well, he and I started talking when uh, when he approached me to do the Blade Runner short. Um, and ever since we started talking, I was just in his ear like, yo, let's just keep it going. Let's just keep it going. And I remember um, we actually went to the Blade Runner uh, 2049 premiere together. And mm. he, he invited me because he didn't have a date. So I was his date to the, <laughs> to the movie. Uh, and uh, so we we rapped for a minute and, you know, I was just, you know, man, let's let's make a video, make a music video for me. And he was like, OK, for real. <laughs> you know? um, and ever since then, I felt like I was it was like my job to kind of like, you know, tie hold him to that that idea. Like, yo, it's time. It's time now. Let's go. Let's go. Um, so I, you know, I just sent him a few different ideas and he really liked, uh, the more song and yeah, we just built it from there. And I, again, it's like, I, I still try to reach out to him here and there. Like, don't, don't you forget me, man. <laughs> like, I'm here. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for the next call. Let's go. Right. Yeah. I was about to ask if you were, if, if, if you would ever wanted to work with him again, but that seems like a given, right? Like, yeah, I would, I, you know, he's, he's, uh, He's definitely a person who I'll stop anything for. Not not many folks like that, but he's definitely one of those people. And um, I, I I to be honest, I really do hope that I I stay in the anime world for for a while. I, I like it here, you know. It's, <laughs> it, it it feels right. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it'll all feel right. Yasuke feels really right though for me. But. Uh, I mean, that's that's really all that matters, right? Like if if, yeah. if it feels right, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, let's get into it. Let's get into Yasuke then. So sure. um before so like before you came in, so like before you had started even working on the project or even had been like approached about it, um, what like had you heard the legend of Yasuke the Black Samurai before? I only heard a little bit about Yasuke. I, I knew that he existed, I knew that there was this legendary black samurai. Uh, I didn't know much, much else. Uh, and I didn't think there was much else out there around when we first started working on the project. There was, there was a lot of hearsay, a lot of speculation as to what, what his life was about, where he came from, um, which I found so inspiring because it just made it feel like, well, 
there's a whole bunch of this story that people might not know or we could we could say we could assume you know and that that to me was super inspiring versus like what what we'd actually known already right right um so how did this all come about like who approached who like was this already a thing and you were brought on or like were you there from jump uh i was brought in uh, as the number three there was like Lashawn, lakeith and myself so mm. uh maybe the three l's Lashawn, lakeith and lotus <laughs> you know the trinity you know whatever Hell yeah um i i think that um yeah when they brought me in they had kind of like a loose treatment on <clears throat> where they wanted the story to go and it, it that plot kind of felt more like a more like the actual history of Yasuke and like more of like a traditional kind of like a biopic kind of a thing you know where uh more like probably what the actual film of Yasuke will be when it comes out you know right and um and it just didn't feel like an anime to me at that that point so they you know they, they had this treatment and they let me kind of do my once over and I kind of added all the magic and Saki, the little girl, and mm, okay. added uh, her mother and um, the daimyo character, and like lots of lots of little things as well. Uh, and that that kind of it was it was super inspiring to like add this the weirder stuff, the trippy stuff to the to the story. You know, like that. I feel like that's my biggest contribution. Um, but you know, I, I was just kind of approached out of the blue, to be totally honest, and I I was in disbelief of this whole process. I mean, until I started uh, scoring the picture, you know, and then I was like, oh, okay, this feels real. Once I start getting uh, final, final sequences, all right, this is feeling realer. And now this is feeling super real talking to people who have actually seen the show, you know, but it's still not real yet. But, uh, right, but yeah, it's right. been like three years in the making. It's uh, It's been a ride. That's incredible. So yeah, like for me, like I know it was really exciting to see that you would contribute it to the story because I thought that you had only that you had only done the score. So when I saw your name on the credits, I was like, oh shit. So like it's yeah. really dope. It's really dope for me to hear that you were the one who kind of spearheaded like the magical aspect of it. Like that's like so you like bring it back. Like where did uh like what inspired you to go in that direction with Saki and uh what inspired you to bring this this like this like metaphysical aspect to something that feels a little more that that would feel a little more grounded and physical otherwise. Um, I think personally, it just comes down to my interest and enthusiasm in projects. You know, I don't, I didn't really feel like I would have had as much fun doing a project that was very traditional um, and didn't have, uh, you know, a thing that I was really, I was really like trying to get is like, I want to make sure the show had some jokes too. You know, I was like real worried that it was going to be very dry the whole time, like a very dry samurai thing. I was like, I, really, I don't know if I want to do that. I don't know if I want to show Yasuke being a slave. There was a lot of things I didn't want. I didn't want to show Yasuke uh, depicted as, you know, in, in certain ways uh, that we've just, continually see in, in black media you know i just wanted to show a different thing and uh that that's what i'm mostly proud of to be honest is just my contributions and kind of like making yasuke a new character that we haven't seen before 
Right. Yeah, I appreciated that. Like as a black viewer, I appreciated being able to watch like all these different characters say to him, like some variation on like, you're always a servant and you'll always be that. And he's just like, all right, you could think that (laughs) like that, like and like and, and like he's stoic, but not like he's stoic, but he's vulnerable sometimes. And he's not like. He's not he he's not this like unmoved figure, you know, like yeah. he's he's he feel he feels present. He doesn't feel like dead behind the eyes. And that's, and you know, yeah, that was a thing that I also wanted to show, too, was that like the people in town, they liked it. Like that right. was really important for me to show like he wasn't like people didn't just treat him bad. Like the 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 townspeople didn't just treat him bad out the gate because he was a foreigner, a black man, whatever. They gave him a shot, you know. Uh, and they, they were like, yo, he's, he's just a quiet dude, you know, and I really wanted to show that and not have to show like, you know, no matter where you go, it's going to be hella racist kind of plot line. And, you know, there is that element because that is reality. But um, I didn't want it to be like the focal point of the thing, you know, and I think, uh, again, that's that's one of those things I'm, I'm very proud of with this show, for sure. Yeah. I agree. Like, like, yeah, like racism is something that's always in the fringes, but it doesn't have to be like it. Like you said, it doesn't have to be the focal point. Like I really it doesn't have like, to for define me- Yasuke either. Exactly. Right. You know, like there was a certain certain things that I want to make sure like, you know, you, you mentioned that, you know, Yasuke is still like there was a thing that I was like, you know, what would be so jarring to people. And this is like kind of midway through the animation process. I tell I talk to LaShawn, I was like, you know, it'd be so jarring is if at the end credits, we show Yasuke with a big old smile on his face, you know? And then there's a frame of him like holding the kids up and he's got this big old cheese grin, you know? And it's yeah, like- Yeah, the classic anime it. dad shit. Yeah, yeah, when I see it, I'm like, that's that's the thing. And it's like, I wanted to show that, you know, the kids liked him, the people liked Yasuke. And um, I think that, that that in itself is like, it's kind of trippy to see. You know? and for But why, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah. why is that so weird to see? But yeah. Right. Yeah, nah, I agree. Like there is um before we move on, there was just like like there was one bit that always made me laugh about the show and it was whenever like it was whenever the big mecha, like the yellow Robot. mecha. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, 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 was, he, he just like he just like couldn't wrap his head around like what race was and like, oh, like this is a black man. Like yeah. that, that shit uh, killed yeah, me that, every time. A robot is out of control, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, who's whose idea was that was that you or was that somebody else because that was that that was great that that's i'm not out. sure who wrote the black jokes for the robot uh but uh <laughs> but i have a feeling it was it might have been alex uh alex larson alex twist he's a, a cool friend man he's a really really talented writer and and uh used to be a battle rapper and oh word uh, yeah yeah but so I love him. He's just he's got the he's got the sensibility. I imagine that might have been him, but who knows? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just I just thought that was a cute detail that made me. Yeah, laugh. yeah, it was good. Um, so let's get to the score because, like, wow, this score, bro, like this, like this thing you've assembled. I mean, like, like all of your music, this score that you've assembled, it kind of sits at the intersection of like ambient music, like a classical, like film score, lounge jazz, and like a beat tape. It's yeah. kind of like it, it's it's of course more complicated than that, but that's kind of the that's like the general feeling that I get from this in particular. It reminds me a lot of like 
it reminds me a lot of what you did on Flamagra, if I'm being completely honest. Hmm. It, it, it feels almost like an extension of what you did on Flamagra, um, hmm. just like that that tone. And uh, um, so like for you, like when you were, like obviously this isn't your first time creating a score for something. Like of course you have Kuso and like you've, and, and, like, you've dabbled in the past, but for you, like what's the biggest difference between putting together an album and composing a score for something like this? Um, the biggest difference is time, the time that you have, um, you know, I wasn't prepared to work on the show in the capacity that I had to, uh, to be totally honest. I thought that when it came down to it, I would have, uh, finished animation to, to score to, or closer to finished at least. But in the beginning I was getting like, storyboard sketches you know like stick man drawing that i had to get a vibe and like write some music to you know that was like that was really difficult that was super difficult trying to like <laughs> get an action scene based on like <laughs> movements you know like that was yeah, real like, basic trying, shit. trying to get the flow but like it provided so many beautiful challenges and it it actually made it forced me to get out of my head a bit in terms of like uh, being okay with my decisions and trusting my instincts and just, you know, running with the the story and how it makes me feel. You know, there's a lot of times where like, you know, when I'm doing a fight scene, I felt like I was fighting with my music. You know, I'm like, I'm like helping Yasuke in his quest with my sound, you know, like I'm, I'm pushing, I'm, I'm pushing that uh, emotion forward, you know, like when he beat, somebody it felt like i won too you know like we did that and like i we had to do the show in like linearly so i actually uh, purposely tried to avoid looking at any other episodes i wasn't working on so i could stay in the moment with the character and follow the journey and like just really treat it like i'm part of the story and not just kind of like this person looking at it i try to be in it Right. I was telling I was telling my management, you know, I was like, I am Yasuke right now. Okay. This I am this. This is there's nothing else right now. Right. And like that and like that sort of like almost hectic atmosphere really translates to a lot of these scenes. Like the two that popped out to me, like like both music wise and like animation wise, were the very first fight when Yasuke first meets the assassins, like in the at the end of the first episode. Uh-huh. And the bit when the uh the bit when the monks are in the temple, when the daimyo is attacking the temple, um, like oh, those okay. two, like those two moments felt so uh, dynamic to me in terms Thanks. of like, like, like they just like, like the music and the animation like came together so beautifully there, and like I can really, f- I'm trying to say I can really feel what you're saying about you yeah. kind of like pushing yourself. Yeah, it was it was awesome, man. You know, like. That one of that scene, one of the scenes you're talking about, actually, I just remember, you know, the, I don't. When is this coming out? Should I spoil it? Can I spoil it? <laughs> this or is this is this is, are, is are coming. Like no spoilers time. This is coming the week after. So feel oh, week free. after we can just, spoil it. All right, yeah, cool. go 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 go. All right, so yeah, the, um, I love that part where like uh, when there's um, yeah, the the daimyo has her soldiers outside the temple and the shaman it's like a shaman battle and then the 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 shaman summons this big old 
you know, monster shaman spirit that comes out of the temple. That whole moment for me, I was like, I think it's episode five. Or is it? Yeah, I think it's five. And I think I love that. I just <laughs> every time I see it, it, even my own shit, I get chills. Like, oh, so cool. <laughs> <laughs> There was that, and there was another. Um, I just remembered another one. It was uh, the bit where all the animation gets kind of watercolor. I think it might have been in episode four when they like the little dream sequence where oh, they the slice his sequence. head off, yeah, and, yeah, 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 and yeah, like yeah. the tree comes up. Like, yeah, like yeah. your music, like, like the music you put together there was beautiful. Like, yeah, that really was funny just... because thank you, thank you. Uh, the director, he like he warned me, like back when I got episode one, he was like, all right when we do episode three, there's a sequence in there that's like, it's the flying lotus sequence. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> word, what is it? He's like, no, when you see it, you're going to know. You're going to know exactly what it is. It's 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 so flying lotus in it with the cherry blossoms in the, the thing. I was like, okay, when I saw it, I was like, I know what you need. I know what this needs right now. And I, I got busy immediately. It was, uh, I love that scene too. I love it so much. Yeah, it's 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 really it's a really beautiful scene. It's it's like nice. like I feel like that's the one that like that like you're about to see like all like the deviant art fan work of and like all like the <laughs> reworks on Twitter and Insta like, like like that's all gonna be from that one scene. I can oh, tell already. <laughs> oh, oh. Right. so like so then um and then of course we got to talk about the intro because like you and Thundercat did Black Gold the intro yeah. and like. I can't imagine how much of a full circle moment that must be for the two of you, your fucking anime nuts. And yeah, like, yeah. you guys have an anime intro song. Like, what was it like seeing that? Like, A, what was it like working on it? And B, what was it like seeing it set to all the animation after it was done? Um, It's funny because that was the last thing that came in of all the stuff. All the episodes were done. You know, we had wow. We had drafts of what the intro and the outro would be like, but we didn't have the final things until the very, that was the very last thing. So it really was the icing on the cake. You know, we had for so long, we were just looking at temps of what this would be. Even the sound was temp of the score. So like when it finally did hit, it was like, wow. And there's a part of the intro that gives me chills too when I see it. And it's such a, su a subtle thing, but um it it had to be that you know i i really um i really wanted thundercat to be part of this thing you know he's he's part of it in so many ways aside from music you know like even story parts that i contributed have like pieces of him in it and mm -hmm. uh it's you know it's it's deep it's super deep it's it's deep for him to see the things when you know when we talk about it. when he now he knows certain things that I pulled from his life in the show is like, whoa, when you see it. Um, wow. So it's, uh, it's, it's really special. It's a really special project for, for the both of us. Um, yeah. As well as Denzel Curry, who is, who is part of the soundtrack. Now I could spoil that too. Wow. Common knowledge. Shout out to Zell, by the way. <laughs> yeah, shout out to Zell. I, I, and he, he was, he was like, he was the worst. Cause I was like, yo man, please be part of this. You know, it's gonna be weird if you're not part of this thing. Like I, and I, we both had that understanding, but it was just so difficult to make anything happen for whatever reason, pandemic maybe. But, um, but I'm so glad it did because he he has to be part of Yasuke. He is also Yasuke for sure. <laughs> wow, and yeah, like that's really like like talk to me really really quickly about your relationship with Denzel because it seems like. 
because like when you guys came together for Black Balloon, it seemed like uh, it seemed like you'd known each other for years and it just felt like a, like this should have happened like a minute ago. Like, talk to me about like what you we, guys see in each other. Like, we say that all the time. That's my boy. You know, like Denzel, <laughs> like there's people you work with and there's people who you work with and you love their company and you love them as people and all that. And Denzel is one of those um, folks and, uh, you know, I don't, I don't mind just hanging out with the guy, you know. So like, when it's time to make music, it's like, oh, oh yeah, we should make some stuff too, right? You know? <laughs> so, so it's it's a beautiful thing to be able to have uh, people like that in your life. But at the same time, we should be making more stuff. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, we should be we should be on our second album by now. Man, is is there a first one? Is that what you're saying? Or <laughs> like, no. no. <laughs> Um, um, before I move on to my last two questions, I'm actually interested in what you said about uh, you and kind of incorporating Thundercat into this in more ways than just music. Like, would you mind elaborating a little bit on like how Thundercat inspired this and like your work on it? Or is that too um, personal? I don't know if I should say, I mean, there's some, to me it's obvious, but I don't know if I want to just put them on blast like that. Okay. In this moment, but like, um, but there's a lot of stuff that's like super personal, not just with him. It's like people around me that I know, and just like there's certain things that I was like, when it came to like my part of like contributing the story, it was super easy because <laughs> all I had to do is just pull from life. <laughs> what, um, like, like what part of you, like, what? What's the most prominent part of you that you would say is in the character of Yasuke? That's interesting. I think it's that's a tough, tough one for me to answer because I, it just it's a super tough thing to answer in that way because there's so many. It's like it's so layered. You know, when I see a character, it's not it's like I could think of who it represents to me. But is that really that person or like a character? of You know, like it's just it's deep um but it's also just like such a a blessing to be able to have a story as outlet to have these characters who can surprise you and and people who will bring life to them in ways that i didn't imagine as well um it's it's just it's so beautiful it's so cool um but yeah, there's, there's, there's a lot in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. And that's the beautiful thing about like anime in particular, right? It's like, it almost feels very communal. Like even before it had the explosion that it's had and like, and like, I remember when I was growing up, like it wasn't as like, I guess accepted as it is now. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, weird, yeah. it's weird and complicated, but like, but like anime has to me always been like very communal in that regard. And like, and like, like that and like that stretches to the things that are in the characters and then the things that we jacked onto those characters like mm. that's that's like such an integral part of the experience and i think there's so much of that in in yasuke and like and all the characters and just it in general nice yeah nice. um so i yeah what was so, that uh so i have a couple more questions sure yeah. oh i'm sorry i just um yeah so uh um, more than anything, what 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 do you want people to take away from Yasuke? Hmm. A lot. 
There's a lot. Um, I think the first thing I could think of, though, is it goes back to a conversation I had with LaShawn Thomas, the director. Um, it was a while ago. And I was like, why? Sincerely asked him, like, why are we like the first ones doing this? Like, why, why did it take so long? Like, why, why, why don't more black kids aspire to do this? Why don't, what's so crazy about us? And he said, he said that, you know, coming up, black kids didn't have examples of that being a reality for them. Drawing and making cartoons, making manga and animation and stuff you don't see a lot of black kids doing it because it didn't seem like it was real for them or possibility you don't see other black people doing it so that that has something to do with it I, that really sat with me is it true i don't know um but i do hope that people can see this and see something else for themselves you know there's a huge black community who loves anime i know about it because i've seen it i'm part of it and I hope that this can inspire the next anime, the next series that doesn't have to do with story, uh, history or uh, some familiar uh, IP or whatever. Like, I want to see a brand new story, brand new ideas, brand new people we never heard of before. And I think um, doing something like this can hopefully uh, make room for more of those. And I think it will like like the like the hype, the hype is tangible. Like I can feel it. It's really like, like there's like there's a lot building around this. And mm. I think people really appreciate that. So I think uh, I think this is going to be that for sure. Hope so. Hope so. Um, and my very last question for you is just like um, what else um, just like what else in general do you have going on that's coming in the future? Like I know personally, I'm really excited for the time Captain Murphy makes his return because yeah. duality is almost 10 years old. And, you know, like, Damn, it's been a minute, huh? The, the streets <laughs> need it, son. <laughs> the streets need it. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Yeah. I've been thinking a lot about that. I've been thinking a lot about it. That's all I can say. I've been thinking about it. That's yeah. fair. That's but fair. Uh, in terms of what's next, um, I don't know. I hope to be working on more TV stuff, to be honest. I, I really do like like it here. Um, I want to do another anime with Netflix. Hopefully that happens. Um, hopefully that happens. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we'll, we'll see. Beautiful. It, if you could, if you could pick one, if you could pick one person that you'd want to do another anime in particular with, who would it be? And why in terms of like actor or what like it could be an actor it could be a creative team it doesn't really have like like if you could find somebody else like LaShawn for example like it's like somebody in that realm like to be honest I really uh I've been I've been thinking about an anime series and I really want to do one with Tierra Whack I have some ideas wow yeah I have some ideas and hopefully we can do it at Netflix um I think it'd be really cool you know, but she's also just like, you know, she's a shooting star. So I don't know if she's got time for anime anymore, but uh, I think it would be so cool to have her be part of this thing. I mean, ever happen. 
Right. And like and like she did just put out a video that was made entirely out of Lego by kids. I so know. I feel I, I feel like she's got time. I feel like she's I got know. time. I know. We'll see. We'll see. I love her. She's so inspiring. She's yeah. such such a genius. For real. Like yeah, and, and like Yellow Belly from Flamagra while we're there, like Joe, oh. son, what a song. <laughs> like <laughs> that's that's a song, man. Wow. Thanks. Thanks. Yeah, no doubt. Um, that's it for questions for me. I I, I don't you. got nothing else. Thank but, you so like, much though for that. Yeah, yo, thank you. Like Great honestly, like questions. thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, like, like I've been a fan for I don't even know how long at this point. And your and your music and your whole vision has been so incredibly inspiring to me. Like, so thank you for everything you do, Lotus. Like I really, really appreciate thank you. Thank you so much, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you. Yeah, no doubt. Oh. That was tight. I really wish we could talk longer. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you make it pretty easy. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Shout out to y'all for making it this far. And shout out to all the black people listening too, because y'all really impeccable. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and tell a friend to come through next time. One.